Do you like fantasy sports? If you're listening to this, we're sure you do. Are you ready for a new challenge this year? Dynasty Owner is the new way to play fantasy football with real NFL salaries, adding the strategy of running an actual franchise. Dynasty Owner provides a unique and challenging experience that will test your skills as an owner and general manager. You will have complete control over your team's future. You can build through the draft, make trades, sign free agents, and manage your team's salary cap. Can you create a dynasty of champions? Sign up now at DynastyOwner.com and get started on building your dynasty. Welcome back to another day of trading on Dynasty Wall Street, where every week we take three players and react to their value using the Dynasty Trade Calculator. Now, let's go down to the floor with our traders, Russ Fisher, John Bosch, and Kane Fussell. Welcome back, everybody, to another day of trading on the floor of Dynasty Wall Street. We are another day, another week, past our rookie drafts. We are maybe another day closer to yours. I don't know, but it doesn't matter because we are here to use the Dynasty Trade Calculator and its rankings to leverage your chances at getting trades done because that's what we want to do. We want to get trades done and we want to help you get trades done. And I'm pointing a lot of finger guns and Kane is doing it also. So I'm, I'm ramped. I'm ready to go. Let's jump right in with John Bosch, who has quarterbacks. Oh, yeah. Russ, John, Kane. Here's always. Go, John. Go. Hey, first of all, I want to say don't go sign up for Fantasy Cares Eliminators anymore, folks, because they all fool. They're all full. So but I really appreciate it. Yes, I appreciate everybody that did. You got you. You all were awesome. You made them all fill up so quickly. It was just fantastic. So, and if you didn't join one, you can still donate. Make sure that you go yes. to the link and that make sure you donate. And if you did play in one, donate anyways. Like <laughs> donate some more. That is true. That is every true. payday. Go donate some more. That is true. That that can still be done. All right. So players, quarterback is what I have. In. I, I'm actually, with every day that goes by, getting a little more nervous about Trey Lance. Ooh. Um, but I actually think probably everybody's kind of feeling a little bit of that. Yep. So I'm wondering how affordable is Trey Lance? Because if it has me thinking, geez, they might actually start Jimmy Garoppolo this year. Ugh. Maybe it's got some other people thinking that too. He's still expensive in the freaking calculator. <laughs> Yeah, he's still the number 12 dynasty rated value quarterback in the dynasty trade calculator down from nine. So that's not bad. <laughs> I actually think that might be a little bit high um, because I, I don't know that he, I don't think he's starting this year, not at the beginning of the year anymore. I mean, like they can't cut Garoppolo. They don't seem to be like, there's no rumors of trading him even. Is there, have I missed some big rumors or anything like, well, he had shoulder surgery like two months ago at this point. So maybe they're waiting for that to heal before they bother trying, but yeah, there has been nothing. I mean, does it seem completely out of the question that Jimmy Garoppolo is their week one starter? If he's on the team, it's not out of the question. Kane, what about you? Do you, do you think, do you think Jimmy Garoppolo is on the team and starting in week one? He's on the team. Yes. Is he starting? No. Uh, that's wow. I mean, that's like and best case scenario. I am. I'm. I'm just gonna own my bias. Yeah, right. Do it, man. <laughs> if anyone knows where Trey Lance is from, he's from Marshall, Minnesota, which is where I live. <laughs> That's right. Right. That's like, right. I 
I completely am aware that I'm just going to own this Trey Lance bias through this entire segment. Oh, I always put it on the table. And I realized yeah. I, I used the wrong words before. That is not best case scenario. I, I think best case scenario is Jimmy Garoppolo's gone because yeah, yeah, as yeah. long as Garoppolo is there, every dynasty manager is going to be like, that leash is so short. I'm not going to feel safe about it. As long as he is there, I don't think Lance can hit his value ceiling. But if you want to trade for Lance, you now want Jimmy Garoppolo to be on the team. Yes, 100%. Yes. Right. Which he is right now, which is right why now, I think yeah. what well, I think right now is a good time to go trade for Trey Lance. If you're like Kane and you're just all in. So he comes in on the calculator, 34.2. We're going to set it up with picks first. Uh, and then we're going to end with a trade that I think I'm going to go try and offer in leagues. But the picks, you're on the clock at the 112. You want to get Trey Lance? You got to add your 23 first. So a random 23 first in the 112 comes out to be just slightly more actually than Trey Lance. Is anybody not willing to give up the 112 and a 23 first for Trey Lance? I'm giving up those so easily for Trey Lance. Like it's not close I'd... at all. Uh, wow. Yes. Okay, so okay, it's a here's little closer thing. for Russ. Yeah, no, like, it's, it's value-wise, I completely understand. I think I am absolutely drowning in the 23 first-round pick hype. Like, I think that's all it is. Like, I'm trying to tread water up, and it's just, like, undertow pulling me back down. Because like, you might be able to get a really good quarterback in next year's draft. Exactly, but also... Somebody, like, good enough to be, I don't know, as good as... Trey Lance. Trey Lance. But also... There's still risk involved with Trey Lance. There's no risk involved with the 23 first. But <laughs> oh, you, I would beg to differ. There is some risk in in using it and taking in using it. Player. Yes, in holding it until next year. No, <laughs> yes, there's no risk in that. If you are of the mind that Trey Lance is starting next year, you go do that trade right now. That is next to nothing. Absolutely, go for it. I mean, I don't care enough about Christian Watson, Jahan Dodson, James Cook that. That would hold me back. So if I'm willing to send the my 23 first, which don't get me wrong, I want it to be mine because if I'm in on Trey Lance, he's making my team better. So I would absolutely go do that. But uh, I'm a little nervous. But value-wise, yes. Doing that right now is the smart move if you believe that Lance is the guy. I would give this up. I, I would give that those picks up for Trey Lance. I appreciate you letting me script the question. <laughs> like, so easily. All right, let's hit the list. Uh, kind of some common names Just, that we've discussed. Real before. real quick, John. Um, I actually traded away Trey Lance. So I'm curious to see, and this happened maybe within the last month. Um, so it was Trey Lance and David Montgomery for Kyler Murray. Oh, I did Kyler. Kyler so easily. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's pretty easy for me, Kyler. I, I will give a running back to go up quarterback yeah. all the time. Sure, but I think I think that's probably the best move for Trey Lance is if if you want to get out of Trey Lance, right? Yeah, is to go up. I'm not trying to go backwards from Trey Lance. Well, let's not suggest that because I'm going to suggest you trade down later because I want to go. No, I'm not. I'm not. I don't think it's going to work. But I have a. I looked up a particular trade and I was curious how it might work out and i was like oh my gosh that actually comes up and i have a lot of this other quarterback that i want to try and trade up from all right so let's do the list first though trevor lawrence trey lance 
Jalen Hurts, Matt Stafford, Mac Jones. I don't write that fast, man. There are five players, only five, because, you know, we don't want to go to six. So Trevor Lawrence, Trey Lance, Matt Stafford, Mac Jones, Jalen Hurts. Oh, I wrote Hurts twice. That's why I got super confused. The last one's Mac Jones. Okay. That's how good he is. Damn straight. Um, I can go. Um, this is pretty easy for me. Um, so I have Stafford at one. I have Trey Lance at two. I have uh, Telon Hurts tied for three and four. Like It just depends if I'm winning now or if I'm trying to compete in a year or two. Um, and then I have Mac Jones all the way on the bottom. I am still thinking about it. Okay. <laughs> I can give mine while, while you're thinking if you want. I also have Mac Jones on the bottom. Yeah, I will tier, too. Just in spoiler a tier of his own. As much as I'm more than willing to go acquire him, we've said it many times, happy to have him as my QB too. That's just fine. Don't expect him to be my QB one. I think the other four on this list have a chance to be my QB one on my Superflex team, which is way more important to me. I have, I have Hertz first <laughs> and then Stafford. And those two in a small little tier above... Trevor Lawrence, then Trey Lance. And honestly, you can interchange within those tiers, however you want. If you want to have Stafford first, Hurts first, second, I don't care. If you want to put Lance above T-Law, like those, those inside those tiers are so even. And I don't think there's a lot of room in between the tiers. Like it's not a first, it's probably a second. And even that, probably not going to do that. So it's a really, really close tier. But I mean, I'll take Hurts. I, I, I've been above on Hertz for a while, and I will continue to be until he absolutely is out of Philadelphia. Uh, I don't see him getting run out of there. He's going to have to play his way out of there. And I think the team is good enough. that He's going to play well enough to stay as their quarterback. Stafford would be my number one if he was a little bit younger. That's the only knock on him for me is just slight age bias. Uh, these other guys have a lot longer to go, hopefully. <laughs> uh, and then difference between Trevor Lawrence and Trey Lance. Not much at all. If if Trey Lance was already going to be the starter for week one, I'd probably put him above just because of the potential, <laughs> because of what we saw from Trevor Lawrence last year. We didn't see, you know, that pain uh, from Trey Lance. But honestly, they they both, I expect, they have much better 2022. What's really funny is I agreed with you on the tiers and the players in those tiers. You have them flip-flopped. I have them flipped. Yeah, I have Matthew Stafford first, Hertz second, and then Lance first, Lawrence second, and then Mac last. Uh, I have Stafford over Hertz because I have more faith in him as a quarterback. And the slightest, stupidest thing that the Eagles can be dumb and replace him after next year. I'm barely, barely putting that in there. But Stafford on the Rams is just really good. I and mean, honestly, I, I don't know if it's dumb of the Eagles. Like the, if they start following that model of just getting a young quarterback every few years, like that's actually a good model. If you hit on the quarterback while you're, while that quarterback is surrounded with talent. Oh, it's absolutely. Really I meant dumb for us, not dumb for the oh, NFL. Okay. okay. <laughs> gotcha. Cause I don't care about real football. I care yes, about, come on guys. Uh, so yeah, Stafford on the Rams, I, he's going to be fine for the next three years. And that's more than I even care about. Yeah, Hertz, I'm with you. Hertz will be good for fantasy, no matter where he lands, because he's not the greatest thrower, but he is a very good runner. So he will have that floor no matter where he goes. And I love Trevor Lawrence 
I like Trey Lance, but we've seen what a floor can be, I hope, for Lawrence. Like, I hope that's his floor. His ceiling would have to be crazy to deal with Trey Lance's ceiling at this point. Like, something's going to have to happen big in Jacksonville for Lawrence to fantasy-wise turn into prime Peyton Manning. Like getting rid of a terrible head coach and starting over? And then getting... Is that big enough? The wide receivers to actually support that. And yes, the good quarterbacks... They got Christian Kirk, man. You're one of the most expensive wide receivers ever. What are you... Don't do this to me, John. I am am finally (laughs) at a point where I am coming to a rational level of Christian Kirk love. Don't, don't do this to me, John. Uh, How much yes. they paid him. Yeah. <laughs> Lance's ceiling is higher if he is a decent quarterback. Yeah. So that's the only reason I put him above Lawrence, though I would be thrilled to have Lawrence on any of my teams. And, I mean, Mac Jones is what he is, so we all have him on the bottom because there's no ceiling there. Okay, let me hit you with an offer. I, I think we're all um, – I think – it, it did sound like we were all fairly similar to nobody. Yeah. Kane, did you have like anybody in those top four? That's just like, headed? like, do you have Trey Lance that far ahead of anybody? Like he put Hurts fourth when we had him first or second. Yeah. Yeah. But like, okay. I, I like Jalen Hurts. I have a lot of shares of Jalen Hurts, right? I think all these are pretty close. It just really depends on, am I trying to get immediate production out of quarterbacks that are really, really good? Then I want Stafford and Hertz over Lance and T Law, right? I think yeah, that's probably the decision point right there. It's, what, it's, do you want, what do you want in 2022 out of them? Exactly. And I like I think Trey Lance is going to start, but at the same time, um, I think he's going to start, and I know that Matt Stafford's going to start, right? Yeah, like right there. that's that's Let's the <laughs> big difference, right? Like barring injury, he's going to start. So all right, so let me hit you with one quick trade because I'm selfish and I looked up this specific player that I know I have on a lot of rosters. That's what this is here for. This is here for yeah, us, right? Obviously. And I want to see, I wonder if I could turn this quarterback plus my 23 first into Trey Lance. It's Davis Mills. And it comes up on the calculator just about even. So if I can send that offer to somebody that's a calculator um you know, they, they only go, they, they plug everything into the calculator and if it works, they go for it. Plus it's got that appeal of a 23 first. Like wonder if I have any success. I don't, I, I, I want the Trey Lance side by a lot, but do you guys see the offer as being like, hmm, I wonder if that could work. So sorry, I was not paying attention. So, so Davis Mills in a first for Trey Lance. Davis Mills in a 23 first comes in on the calculator just about even. If I am receiving Lance, I'd probably be pretty thrilled to get that offer. But Correct. I agree. If somebody was offering yes. you Trey Lance, yes. But I agree with what you're saying is if you're just looking for this year decent production, Davis Mills is most – I mean, there's no nothing showing that he's not going to start the entire season. So you'll have a starting quarterback who has shown that he can do decent in fantasy and then give me the 23 first to do whatever the heck I want with, right? So, yeah, I, I – I think that is a deal that can get done. I think I'm going to go try and spin some Davis Mills into Trey Lance. Very interested to see if you pull that off. I'll try it. I'll try and remember to do it, but I do want to try it. 
What do we got next? I think we go to wide receiver next, right? Oh, I was waiting for Kane to give his opinion. Oh, Kane, Kane, thoughts on Davis Mills and a first for Trey Lance. You think there's a possibility of it happening? You know, not from you. We know that's that we there's always there. a possibility <laughs> because you know, some people will trade like a late first for a late first in 2022 for AJ Brown. So, you know, there's there's always a sucker in every league, so you might as well uh send as many offers as you can. But he's looking to give away what seems like the more valuable. Piece. I don't hate AJ, hate AJ Brown, but the fact that some people only think that he's worth a single late 22. Oh, no, that's first. ridiculous. Oh, okay. I, thought, right? I thought you were going the other way. I traded no. too late first. Yeah, for him and but I was stoked. I, I literally just that's saw cool. in a league that someone traded a late first and like a wide receiver three or four for AJ Brown. So it's like I see, I see trades like that all the time. So yeah, yeah send it. What's Who really funny is going to happen, you know. We live in this Twitter bubble mm-hmm. where we all sort of agree on values. Like we know we all have a lot of the same resources, Twitter, we have Dynasty Trade Calculator, DLF, all of these, all the sites, all the podcasts. And now I'm talking to my cousin about his, it's not really a home league, but it's not a plugged in league. It's and different. he keeps asking me opinions and I'm like, oh, that's awful. No one will accept that. <laughs> oh, well, I got it done, and he added a third. What? What about this? Dude, man, that's awful, but f- just send it, right? Because, oh, yeah, I got it done, and he added a second. What is going on? Like, seriously, especially if you're in a league not filled with people that probably listen to us, send. Who cares how bad it seems? Because it seems like if you're not plugged into the same I hate the phrase, but I'm going to use it. Echo chamber of people giving their values. You're on your own with values. So find that one thing they might be paying attention to. The one calculator they use. The one analyst they follow. And just go take advantage of that. And that's why I can't, like, That's why I wanted to talk about Davis Mills. Because I think that's the right... I, I think that is the right thing we should suggest to our audience. Is, look, you might be in a league where the person that has Trey Lance is thinking, well, Jimmy Garoppolo is still on the team. I'm tired of waiting for Trey Lance. I've waited through last year. I'm going to have to wait through this year. I can get my 23, another 23 first, which no matter what league you're in, surely by now you know that the 23 firsts are these godsend picks, right? So, Well, it should. But again, if they're not, if they're not on Twitter, how do they know that? <sighs> I mean, if you listen to literally anything, <laughs> it's got to be out there. Ooh, we have Davis Mills in our DGN league. Russ. All right, move on. Let's let's get to the next. Let's get to the next player. All right. So I am doing wide receiver next because we are not talking about a running back. And I am talking about a I'm going back to the rookie well. And I'm doing it a little bit because I got into an uh, argument is isn't the right word, but it was a discussion with Izzy on the most recent Dynasty Trade Calculator podcast about the idea of trading for players after the rookie draft and maybe the shift in value that happens after a rookie has been drafted already. So I'm a little curious to see how this works when I'm putting a specific player to, you know, a name and we're not even talking about picks anymore. Um, I want to talk about David Bell because I am just overly obsessed with the idea of David Bell and I will fully blame Zach Reed and JJ Zacharyson because 
they both love that same style of possession slot receiver guy. And then JJ Zacharyson on one of the late round podcasts dropped the comps to Jarvis Landry, Keenan Allen. And I'm just like, yeah. And Tyler Boyd. And I'm just like, I love all of those people. I love David Bell now. Okay. He's mine. And he's my most owned rookie at this point. So David Bell comes in on the DTC at 203. And on the pulled rookie draft ADP from the Trade Addicts League, his ADP was 205. And that's with Mr. Riley Bymaster himself raising the ADP by drafting him at 111. So my question now starts first on the clock, 203. Actually, no, I want to go up a little because part of the argument was that David Bell was a bad choice of player for this discussion because his value has raised in general. So let's say you're on the clock at 201, knowing that his value is 203, 201 or David Bell? 201? I mean, that's right where he gets taken, it feels. (laughs) Well, yes. See, the thing is, it's technically a little lower, but... It has his value raised enough to the point right now that if you were on the clock, you would want to make sure you get him. Like, say you have the 201 and the 204, and you like David Bell. Do you spend the 201 to go get him knowing that he might not be there by the 204? What other receivers are there? No, because I don't like David Bell. Can I ask? Oh, I didn't realize how wrong you were, Kane. That's weird. Oh, I I I didn't know that you want to put all your eggs in a basket that doesn't have a quarterback. Or might not have a quarterback. It's kind of important if you want him to increase in value. No. Oh, okay. See? Now you're on the same page as me. I'm not. I just agreed with you, Seed Stop. (laughs) (laughs) You know me so well. (laughs) I I I would wait. I mean, I don't I don't really feel like compelled at the 201 because I know just knowing which players are there at the 201 there's probably going to be a different wide receiver that I want slightly above David Bell. Um, and okay, I'm not so, going to risk losing like Christian. I'd rather have Christian Watson at the 201, like, or Pickens at the 201. So in between, I mean, let's go. Okay. Christian Watson has at least an ADP and trade X of 110. You oh, said okay. you'd rather have Pickens. The only other wide receiver above him is Jahan Dotson. I'd rather have Dotson as well. Like, I mean, that's, that is the little tier that I was thinking putting him in. Um, but let me let me read the second round of trade well, again. Trade addicts, their drafts ended like two weeks ago at this point, most of them. So here's the second round. Jahan Dodson, Malik Willis, Desmond Ritter, Trey McBride, because we have that 0.75 premium. Mm-hmm. David Bell, Rashad White, Damian Pierce, Matt Corral, Isaiah Spiller, John Mechie, Alec Pierce, and Zamir White. So you're in a little bit of a wide receiver dead space. Okay. That's fine. Okay. So how how around that list, how many players above David Bell do you have? Well, you're going to have a lot because you don't even like him because you're wrong. That's correct. That's correct. Uh, okay, then. Let's I, just... I'm, I'm struggling to understand the question. I mean, it... I don't know the actual question. I just want okay. someone to say something that'll make me feel things. So I don't, just... I'm not giving the 201 for him if I have my choice of other receivers. 
I'm not sure what you want. I don't know what I want either. <laughs> okay. Um, inner peace? Pe world peace? I mean... All right. Let's get to the list. Okay. Fine. <gasps> On that list is a mix of young and old people because I thought it was interesting. And sort of along the lines of... Yeah, whatever. So my list is David Bell, Brandon Cooks, Michael Gallup, John Mechie, Rondell Moore, and Adam Thielen. Well, you definitely picked a list here to put uh, Bell up at the top. <laughs> I don't know how he's still at the top in this list, but... He is not the highest ranked in the calculator. I'm just putting it out there. So I didn't like do this on purpose. Um... I can go. So at one for me is Cooks because he's going to continue to put up points. Number two is Gallup. I think Gallup at the end of the year has more value than David Bell does. Um, David Bell at three. Um, I have Adam Thielen at four because I think he's at least going to score points this season. And I don't know about the other two scoring any points this season. Um, I guess I would have Mechie at five and Rondell Moore at six. Yeah, because I purposely put more in here just to see how you guys were feeling on him. I don't feel. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You don't even dislike him. You just don't have feelings. That is Am ambivalence. Crushing. I think I think it's literally at the point where like I sometimes forget that Rondell Moore is in the NFL. Wow. <laughs> you know, like he's fine. Probably for the NFL, not for fantasy. Yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah. So I have uh the the last three are also, my last three, I don't really care how you flip more and Betchy. Uh, Thielen is the fourth of that last, like the top of that last three group. So they're pretty irrelevant. Uh, I went Bell, Cooks, Gallup. Um, I don't have strong feelings between any of them. I wouldn't be trading. Uh, if it's a late first, I wouldn't be trading that for Cooks or Gallup. But if it is, in fact, like the 203 where Bell is, I'd probably give that for Cooks or Gallup, uh, you know. And I'd give it for Bell, too, because obviously I, I would draft him there. But uh, I'll, I'll gamble on the on the rookie and put him slightly above. Cooks, um, yes, he has been a consistent scorer. I, I don't know what to expect out of, out of him this year and going forward. I'm always going to be a little lower on Brandon Cooks. I've never fully bought in. I'm okay. What does he got to do? do for you? What's that? What does he have to do to make you buy in another thousand yard season, 2000 yard seasons? Yeah. I mean, and even, even then I'd be like, eh. it's like five or six in a row. Not enough for you. <laughs> what does it take John? What does it no, take? I, just, I, I, find, I find him on my rosters and I never just like smash click these starting lineup for him. Oh, see, I do. Like, like I have always like, He's like my ninth starter, and I'm like, okay, you know, like that's fine. That feels great having Cooks as your ninth starter. Yeah, I mean, I don't feel like he's ever going to have. I don't think any of these guys have the upside to be a lock wide receiver that I'm putting in. Gallup, I'm still hopeful, but look, we've been hopeful for now for how long? Well, he did pretty well his rookie year when yeah. no one else was there. And how's it been since? Injury plagued. <laughs> Correct. So. He's going to be third on my list until until I see him healthy and on the field, and then I'll I'll invest I'll invest in him later. If it costs me more to get him back, that's fine. What yeah, I'm always good like? with that too. Yeah, I'll wait till I see it. 
Um, did you have an order for the last two? Mechie and more? I don't care. <laughs> it doesn't okay. matter. Whichever okay. one's on the waiver wire first, go get that one. <laughs> well, I put David Bell first because I've explained many reasons why. I have Brandon Cook second because, like I said before, when John was talking bad about him, he, like, this is, you don't feel good if any of these guys are, like, your wide receiver, too, on your team. But if this is, like, your wide receiver three, four, or five, I feel pretty good about Cooks being in my lineup as my wide receiver three or four. Like, because to me, that's solid with a ceiling of a decent wide receiver, too. And that's, again, great for wide receiver four. Uh, I have Thielen next for the pure reason of, like, this year and probably next year, I still feel good about him. He has the same injury crap as Gallup does. So I'd rather go with the player we've seen do it more over Gallup. So I'd feel in three Gallup four. And then the same as you guys, I have Mechie and then Rondell Moore. Mechie, honestly, I don't know. I like Rondell Moore, the player better, but besides cooks in, in Houston, who knows what the hell's going on. But we've seen not great. We've seen one very good receiver in Arizona and then a bunch of bleh and Rondell didn't necessarily step up to be that second guy. So even with Hopkins suspended, we still have Hollywood Brown and we need more to step up there to turn into one of the top three receiving options. So he has the easy chance to move his way up in this list for me, but he has to show it for me to actually do it. But the second he does, I will buy in very quickly. Okay, well, that wasn't as fun as I hoped it would be. Tight ends, Kane, who do you got? <laughs> Sorry. Um, he's a, he's a second-round pick. Like, what do you want from us? He's not. He shouldn't be a first-round pick, even in a bad class. Feigned excitement. Just fake it, guys. Yay. There it is. That's what I wanted. Woo. Um, let's bring up another position that makes us go, woo. And that's uh, tight ends in fantasy football. And uh, woo. Yep, we're going to talk about Brevin Jordan. Yes. Um, so Brevin Jordan, Brevin Jordan. Yeah. If you still haven't had your rookie draft, Brevin Jordan is worth about the two eleven. And, Brevin Jordan, and especially in tight end premium. And I would rather have Brevin Jordan over Brevin Jordan. I would take Brevin Jordan over. I, I mean, McBride's gone by then. He's on Houston. Yeah. So yes. give me Brevin Jordan over Jelani Woods at that point. Yes. So yes, Brevin. John, you have thoughts. Um, what was the pick again? 211. Was, 211. Sorry, I was I was taken aback when you said Brevin Jordan. I was excited. Uh, the 211. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think like who in the world have I taken at the back end of the second? I feel like uh, you'd, I be, you'd be looking at like Brian Robinson Jr., Alec yeah. Pierce. Yeah, Wanda John Mechie, Alec Pierce, Samir White, Wandell Robinson, Brian Robinson, Tyler Algeal, Algier, Jalen Tolbert, Jelani Woods. Around that, I really want it to be all Geyer. Uh, I mean, so it's the I feel like I have thrown darts at the at the running backs in that area a couple of times. I think I've gotten a quarterback uh, like Ritter or something like that, who's just for some reason fallen to that far, which is craziness. That, that is hard. Um, I've never seen him fall that far. Like I'll, I'll take the quarterback if, if I would take Corral, Ritter, Willis. Like if any of them fall that far. I would take the running back too. So give me the pick. Uh, I mean, I guess I would take Jordan over Jelani Woods if I was looking for a tight end desperately. Um, 
but I'm probably just going to, I'm going to take the running back or the quarterback and hope, hope to get a nice little value bump. They're going to have a value increase faster than Brevin Jordan, faster than Jelani Woods. So I'm going to, I'm going to gamble and try to get my value somewhere else. Maybe I can turn, turn one of those running backs into some other tight end that feels better than Brevin Jordan once the season begins. But John, it's tight end premium. I don't care. (laughs) That is everybody knows that fallacy. Surely people have learned by now that an extra half a point per reception doesn't make them flexible. Till a um, player is flexible, they're not a premium position. So let's let's get right into the ranks here because um, I only I think I only took players that were above Brevin Jordan, maybe one player below. I can't really remember. Um, but it's we obviously have our main man Brevin Jordan. We have Evan Ingram, David Njoku. Uh, Zach Ertz and Jelani Woods. This is kind of like that wide receiver three or tight end three or four ish tier. I can I go. Can, oh, okay. Oh, man. I was trying to be first. Whatever. Whatever. No, that's super. This is super easy to no, me. No, no, no. This all was right, easy right, for me. Right. Though. I'm going to put Zach Ertz one. Same. Because, because he'll produce this year. He's probably screwed the year after, but he'll produce this year. But at this value, I don't care if it's just one year. Uh, I have Brevin Jordan too because it might be this year. It might be next year if the Texans suck again. They're gonna draft an early quarterback, so maybe we see what a more matured Brevin Jordan looks like with one of those 2023 quarterbacks, or maybe Davis Mills just effing crushes it and he's the guy. In which case, hey, cool. They have like two, three years experience with each other. I put Jelani Woods at three just because I love the upside on a team which has the opening for a pass catcher. Uh, I have Engram at four, and I don't like it because they don't. I mean, Trevor Lawrence used the tight end last year, and while Engram can sometimes catch the ball, like maybe that's okay. And then Njoku at five because I've just I've given up. I I want him to be a thing. I just I don't think it's happening. I think. The Browns, I don't know what they were thinking in tagging him, but Harrison Bryant just was better. And it makes more sense to, you know, go forward with the younger, cheaper guy as opposed to the guy you're going to need to either tag again next year or give him a real contract. The end. This is why Kyle Pitts is worth so much, people. (laughs) This should not be a Pitts discussion. This is the reason Kyle Pitts is worth so much. This is a list of players that like are going to battle to be a tight end one weekly, not the tight end one weekly, but a tight end one, like meaning they're going to have a startable tight end score some weeks, right? Like that's you're you're different. Your, your options are putting one of these guys in your starting lineup or putting Kyle Pitts in your starting lineup at the tight end position. I mean, there's a lot in between. That there's not, not if these guys are going to finish as tight end ones some weeks, there's not a lot in between. Like that's the difference. The, the, what is it? Probably like the number seven, these guys could finish anywhere from like tight end seven to tight end 18. Like, I don't think that's a lot in between five in between. There could be like 13 in between, but they're all so far away from the what's above them. that It's, it's crazy. All right. So, I have Ertz number one also. Same reasons. Like, just give me this year's points, and I'm happy giving up my late second to get this year's points. 
That's yep. fine. I will do, I'll do it again next year. I'll do it the year after that. And the year after that, and the year after that, I would just keep turning my late second into one year worth of points and be very, very happy. I have Njoku the second on my list. <laughs> um, I don't know what they were doing tagging them either, but they did. So like, unless it's the Jags, when teams make money moves, I try <laughs> to pay attention to money moves. Like they put money into him. That's some financial backing. Teams like to then make sure they get a little bit out of their money. I mean, it's not often that they invest and then just completely cut ties and cut bait. So I'm going to have him second on my list. Tag and trade, baby. They're going to package up uh, Baker and Njoku and send them away. Good. So somebody went out and traded for him. That's also an investment. Somebody showed an interest. Like That's positive. That didn't work, did it, Russ? <laughs> I was just right. having fun thinking of things. I wasn't really supposed to be an argument against <laughs> what you were saying. Uh, I have Ingram third. Look, I'm still holding out. <laughs> he was good. He was good. He was good once. He can be good again. If he gets another 160 targets, he can easily get 90 catches. Yeah. That'd be bad in the eliminators. But uh, overall, I would love to see that. <laughs> I would love to see it. Um, plus, I'm comparing him to... Brevin Jordan and a rookie tight end. That's 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 probably why he comes in third on the list. I have Brevin Jordan fourth. I have Jelani Woods fifth. I think I think we see some of these players on waiver wires a year from now. Distinct possibility, yes. They Any go for, they go from putting up tight end one week's possibility to being on waiver wires next year. I can see it. Tight ends. Uh, so mine's a little different. I have Brevin Jordan at one. Wow. Because I think he's better. Um, I have Zach Ertz at two. Um, I don't think he gets as much work as we want him to in that offense this year, especially with the addition of Trey McBride. I have Evan Ingram at three because um, he's going to get more work than Njoku and Jelani Woods this year. Um, yeah. Because that's just the way it's going to work. Um, Jelani Woods, he at least got drafted. So that was neat. And Njoku at five, because though they tagged him, he's still not going to play that much. So, yeah, that, that's kind of where I'm stuck too. It just, it, I don't know. It feels so, it was the weirdest thing when they tagged him. It just, it made zero sense. It really did. It made no sense. But hey, they did it. it. But it happens. I know. I know. You can't, can't pretend like it didn't happen. I can very easily pretend like it didn't happen. I have the mental capacity to just ignore the heck out of things. Which is why I could stay friends with someone like John Bosch this long. Of course. But on that note, we are done with our players and picks and everything else in between. So Russ Fisher at Dynasty Outhouse, John Bosch at John Bosch FF, Kane Fassell at Debbie underscore Kane. Ring the bell. We're out of here.